Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Natalie Walton, who is the CEO and co-founder of the app Expectful. And she's with us today to talk about the benefits of mindfulness and meditation. Enjoy listening. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast, everyone. I am really excited about this episode. Natalie, over to you to say hi and introduce yourself. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be speaking with you today. Uh, As a bit of an introduction, uh, I'm Natalie Walton, and I am the CEO and co-founder of Expectful. Uh, Expectful started as a meditation and sleep platform for fertility, pregnancy, and parenthood. And we've recently expanded our offering um, to become a holistic wellness haven for uh, fertility, pregnancy, and new parenthood. I am also a mother. Uh, My son Everett is uh, 21 months old, and I'm really excited to be speaking with you today. Amazing. Thank you so much. So let's just dive straight in and uh, hear a bit more about your story and what has led you to do this work. Yeah, so I, I've been a person that has always been into wellness. I, I'm admittedly a little bit of a type A person and someone that over prepares. And so I went into pregnancy and I thought, I've got this, you know, I, I'm working out all of the time. I'm eating the right foods. I'm healthy. I'm feeling good. And uh, I, I thought nothing could get in my way. And um, somewhere along the, the midway point around the 20 week scan, I went into the doctor's office and um, there, there was a very concerned look on, on the doctor's face. And they, they told me that I was at high risk. I had a high risk pregnancy and I was at high risk for preterm labor. And um, by the looks on their face, I could tell that it was like pretty serious. And um, it, it ended up being quite serious where they thought at week 20, they said, you know, you could give birth next week at week 21 at week 22. And at that point, that's, that's a really, really difficult situation. And so I went from this state of having this, you know, beautiful, like very well-planned pregnancy to a situation where I had zero control over, over really the outcome. And, um, as you can imagine that created a tremendous amount of stress and anxiety. Um, and so, I was going to the doctor roughly, probably about five times a week at one point. And um, I just, I, I didn't know where to get the support that I needed, like to take care of myself mentally and, and coping with such a, a traumatic pregnancy and such a high risk situation. And what happened was I was targeted for this app called Expectful. And, um, I started doing, I started using expectful and, um, I started doing their weekly meditations, their weekly pregnancy meditations. And I also got really into hypnobirthing. Um, and it was around that time where I started really, um, devoting myself to this mindfulness practice that I actually stabilized and lo and behold, I made it to term. And I really do credit that to, um, investing in 
in um, this mindfulness practice. And there's actually a ton of scientific research that shows that meditation and mindfulness does um, reduce stress and anxiety during pregnancy and, and has favorable health outcomes. And um, so, so that's how I was introduced to Expectful was first as a user. And um, later on in my maternity leave, I had the opportunity to come on as an advisor. Um, and that's transitioned into me becoming the CEO and a late stage co-founder. And so that's how I got here today. But it was through that firsthand personal experience of um, seeing just how challenging pregnancy can be. And talk to us a bit more about hypnobirthing because, yeah, I'm a hypnobirthing practitioner. Lots of my uh, listeners are doing hypnobirthing and we've got lots of pregnant people listening. So talk to us a bit about your hypnobirthing experience. Isn't hypnobirthing incredible? It's amazing. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) I mean, hypnobirthing for me was just such an eye-opening experience. And what I loved about hypnobirthing is that it helped me cope with my pregnancy, my my challenging pregnancy, because for me, at least, I think there's probably different versions of hypnobirthing, but when I was going through it, it's like, there's, there's a lot that you can't control. Mm -hmm. Um, but to really experience like the waves of pregnancy and the waves of labor and just like, I I felt that my body was like a, a conduit for bringing this beautiful child and into the world. And so for me, hypnobirthing, it helped calm me down during Mm -hmm. pregnancy, but the best part was actually during labor. Um, so, I mean, I was, I I didn't realize I was actually in labor. Like I was so tuned into hypnobirthing, listening to the tracks that I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, this, it's just bad cramp. And, and then I I really, my water broke and it's like, Oh, okay. You know, this is, this is serious. And the reason I had first started hypnobirthing was I was really committed to doing um, an unmedicated birth. And um, I I ultimately, I had an emergency C-section as, as I was getting ready to push. So at the very end, but um, I I did use hypnobirthing during my labor and I got to 10 centimeters um, using hypnobirthing. And I I have to say like labor was painful, but it Mm. wasn't, it wasn't as painful as I thought. And I really think that that's because um, hypnobirthing just enabled me to control the pain. Like I've definitely had much more pain in my life than hypnobirthing. I think, I hate to say this, going to the bathroom after giving birth is probably more painful than labor (laughs) due to hypnobirthing. I feel you. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Well, we all love hypnobirthing, but yeah. So let's talk a bit about pregnancy. So I think it's the time in our lives where, you know, there's a lot to be excited about, you know, what this new baby, this new life, this new creation is going to bring to your world. But it's also a time where we get really anxious. You know, there's the scan dates to worry about. There's the baby's health. There's the birth. Now we have global pandemic to worry about. And and as you say, there's so much uncertainty. How would you advise people to look after themselves during this time? So I, earlier this week, I had a conversation with, um, a a maternal fetal medicine doctor, who's also, uh, a yoga instructor. And she just so happened to create a amazing, um, research, a journal submission, um, for a a study, uh, 
a scientific study that looked at all of the um, scientific studies on on um, meditation, mindfulness in pregnancy. And what she, I guess the abstract or the hypothesis of her, her study was that um, meditation and mindfulness practices have a positive outcome on reducing stress and anxiety in pregnancy and postpartum. And this was a study that looked at all of the existing research that's out there. And so what I would say is that one, if you're experiencing anxiety during pregnancy or postpartum, like, my gosh, that is one of the most normal things to experience because you named it. There's so much change. Um, there's so much uncertainty. So it, it is, it's a naturally, it's like an anxiety um, inducing time. That being said, I, I do believe that, I mean, and the evidence shows that cultivating that meditation mindfulness practice can help reduce that. And so when I was speaking with this doctor, it's like, you know, it doesn't have to be meditation where you sit on a cushion for two hours. It could be just meditating for two minutes, or it could be journaling or finding something that um, just centers your mind. And that's really what I love about our Expectful app is um, we've created so many meditations and prompts for people to bring bring in that mindfulness practice so that like, you know, whatever, whatever speaks them in terms of getting that mindfulness practice they have at their, their fingertips. So like we have yoga classes, um, we have the journaling prompts, the meditations. And in fact, we just launched daily pregnancy meditation so that you have something that you can come to every day. And um, that, that I think that that is something is cultivating that practice can really help with anxiety. Absolutely. And, and what you said about kind of realizing that it's normal to feel anxious. Um, it is an anxious oh, yeah. time. And because there's that feeling of, oh, my God, I'm so anxious. Oh, my God, why am I so anxious? And then it kind of, you know, has that knock on effect. Um, yes. But my one of my friends and listeners, uh, Taz from Australia, is actually suffering with um, anxiety. And her question was, when is the right time to see someone? That's a great question because I think that, um, I mean, I admire you for bringing this question up. One of the things that I see is there's so much um, shame in, in, um, in bringing this up to anyone. And I think that the right time to bring this up is any time where you think something might be off. Um, it, it really could be the slightest thing. And it's like, I think one of the challenges of who, when do you talk to someone? It's also, who do you talk to? Um, that's something that I see very often. And I mean, if you have access to your OB um, or a midwife or whoever helped you through the delivery process, that that's a good person to speak with. If you don't feel comfortable with that, with them, there are plenty of other resources, but I think the moment um, that you, that you think something might be off, you, it, you should just get help because you could, you could feel so much relief by getting that help. And one thing that I'm particularly proud of and that we have at Expectful, that if this is something, an area where you, where you do have concern is we have, um, a, a PMAT, a, a, um, 
postpartum anxiety and depression um, meditation series that anyone can listen to that helps you think through some of the symptoms. Um, and anyone that listens to that will then get an email with a whole host of resources of how to seek um, more help. But um, it's, it's that inkling that you think something might be off. That's the right time to talk to someone because it, it's, it's one of those things where you have nothing to lose. You can only get more help. Yeah, I totally agree. And sometimes talking to someone can start by, you know, talking to your partner or your friends, just literally talk to someone. Don't bottle it up. Anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, just yes, anyone can help. A few, well, when was it? Like three or so weeks ago, I had a mini kind of breakdown, um, just realizing the intensity of being a full-time carer. And I realized that I hadn't actually really spoken to Tom, my, my husband, Tom, about what I was going through. And eventually I kind of told him everything. And, and we both realized we haven't come together and had a conversation about our struggles before. So I really think it's important to just share like it's so important to just share how we're feeling and our stories and most people will resonate, you know, in the same situation. Yes. I mean, I'm sure this is something that you see, but like I am in this space um, and as, as are you, and I just see so many women that are struggling. And I mean, this is, it is a hard period. Uh, I mean, I don't know who doesn't struggle becoming a new mom or adding a new child. Um, and there's always a balance. And so the more people open up and talk about how challenging it is, I think the more normal we will feel because I remember for myself, I'm like, I have to be doing this wrong. Like something has to be wrong. It shouldn't be this hard. And it's like, no, actually it is this hard. <laughs> um, and so having those conversations is really important. Absolutely. And I, yeah, like you said, if we all are open, then it's like, well, actually, this is normal. Whereas if we all pretend yeah. that things are okay, then it makes everyone who's not okay feel worse. So, so yeah, just coming back to some of the listener questions. So this is from Cassie from Botswana. She said, I had a traumatic birth with my first baby. How would you advise preparing for birth in a way that avoids slash lessons postnatal anxiety? Oh, that is a, a beautiful question. I mean, as someone, I, I don't have a second child, but I did also go through uh, a, a traumatic birth and I, I really feel for you. Um, it's, I, I, it's very, <laughs> it's, it's very uh, traumatizing. And I would say that um, in, in preparation for any future births or in healing from the birth, one, I mean, getting back to the studies is that is, is going, building that um, meditation practice um, or, or the mindfulness practice is something that is known to help um, in recovering from post, uh, from traumatic births. Another thing um, is, is journaling and quite frankly, is, is seeking that, um, that help if you have access to a mental um, health specialist. It's it's oftentimes really important to talk about um, what you went through um, because it is serious and it's something that I think that isn't given enough weight of of how serious it is. So um, in my therapist, like she realized that a big part of my, um, the challenges that I was facing in postpartum was because I hadn't, um, I hadn't really pro 
processed the the traumatic birth. And so it's really important that you find whatever tools, whether it's meditation, mindfulness, journaling, speaking to a mental health specialist to unpack what happened and know that, you know, you are okay now. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, also there's, I was recently reading a study by Emily Oster um, in the U.S. And it's, because you have one traumatic birth, it's not necessarily indicative that you'll have another one. And so I think not only getting the tools that you need to prepare you and lessen your anxiety, but also understanding the science and the evidence behind that it's not necessary that you're going to have it again. And for me, that scientific data is um, something that is always reassuring to me. And I think, yeah, just, just having a birth debrief you know, after your experience yeah. to be able to reflect on, on what's happened. It is. Yeah. It's something that you have to talk about. Um, it, I mean, it's processing your birth story and talking about it with, mm-hmm. with um, people. And then there's like also other tools that um, my therapist recommended to me was um, I think it's called rapid eye movement um, therapy where it's, it's where you um, do that type. So there's like all sorts of therapies. And I think that that's where, I mean, I'm not a mental health specialist, so I don't want to recommend any type of therapy, but um, in, is in speaking with someone in that field, they can assess what you really need. Um, and so that, that is an important conversation to have because it's something that I think could stay with you if you don't process it. And um it's a very real thing that you experienced. And yeah, there's a lot of kind of focus on, you know, pregnancy and birth. And I just wanted to talk a bit about your experience of the early stages of parenting and, and maybe, you know, you could share some advice on, on how to cope because there's lots of uh, new mums and mums to be who, you know, are going through this experience of um yeah we all know how tough it is that that early period with the with a screaming newborn you know what's crazy is I think we don't if if you you haven't been there you don't know how tough it is you don't know yeah you have no idea and you're just really jumping off the deep end Mm. into something where you have no knowledge of, of what the experience is like. And that's, that's probably why it is. So the first um, few weeks are, are, are so challenging is because you, you're like, I, I didn't know what it's like to have to operate for weeks on end sleep deprived or for me, breastfeeding was something like I really struggled with. And um, there's a study that shows that 92% of women struggle with breastfeeding um, in the first week of life which is, you know, really a tremendous, that that's, it, it, that's almost nearly everyone. That's really high. <laughs> it is really high. And so I think that part of the challenge is, is, is one is, is having conversations beforehand uh, with, with your mom friends and, and, uh, and, and listening to, to podcasts like this and, and being aware of like what is on the other end. Um, because it, because it is quite of a challenge. I think that there are a couple of things that I would say that would lessen, um, the, the challenge, um, in becoming a new mother. One is, is, um, like, this is a very simple thing, but if you think about the registry process, um, I don't know how it is where you're located, but it feels in the U S that a lot of the registry process, it's so focused on the baby. It's like, let me get as many onesies and, you know, all of the cute things for the nursery. And the, the registry process is very centered on the baby. 
But yet there's a lot that needs to be registered to support the mother. Like I wish that I had registered for um, a, a sleep consultant. I wish that I had registered for a lactation consultant, a pelvic floor therapist, because these were all of the things that I needed to support me in my postpartum journey. And like, I hadn't even thought about them until after the fact. Um, and so I think like preparing for this in advance is something that's helpful. Um, also is finding the support that you need on the other end. So like identifying a support group um, where you can join in with um, other mamas that are in a similar stage than you and, and finding like who are, who are the providers that you might need to, to reach out to. And that's something that, that I'm proud that we do at Expectful. So we recently have launched services where we have lactation services. We um, have um, infant sleep consultants. We have nutritionists. And these are like the postpartum village, um, the, where people can, can connect with and get some of their questions answered, but whatever you do, make sure that you find, you have those plans in place before you become a, a, a mom, because once you become a mom, you have no time. And so that's a, a piece of preparation that I wish I had done. Brilliant. Yeah, I agree. And then also, um, I've been reading a lot about matrescence, which is the kind yes. of, you know, similar to adolescence. It's the, it's the transition that we yes. go uh, through to become mothers basically. And it's, it's the hormonal changes, you know, the emotional changes physiologically. And actually it's really normal to have ups and downs and feel like, Oh my God, what's going on? Who am I? Um, so again, just normalizing these things. Yes. Matrescence is a very real thing. It's something that I see quite often being in this space and there is a transition to becoming a, a, a mom. It's the biggest like transition that you're ever going to make. And I don't think that enough, there's enough power, um, thought behind it. And um, when it happens, it, it happens in the moment, but there, it is a very real thing. Like you, you're, you, you change um, yeah. on a cellular level, on a mental level, on a spiritual, on a like social level, on every level you change. Um, and and, you know, feeling comfortable in that transition is, is so critical. So look, I, I want this app. Uh, talk to us about the app, like, tell us, tell yes. us. Yes. Well, we've created um, a special promotion code for all of your users to um, experience the app. And I will Amazing. send that to you. So it'll be in the show notes um, so that people can have access to that. And people uh, can access it with the promotion is very special. It's accessing expectful for the, for a month at, at a dollar. Um, so you can check out everything that we offer just for $1. And I know that it, that's less than in pounds. Um, it, it's quite an attractive um, uh, deal. And so what is Expectful? Um, Expectful, we have the largest meditation and, and sleep library for fertility, pregnancy, and parenthood. But as I've mentioned, we've recently really expanded our offerings. So we have a beautiful um, audio hypnobirthing course. That's something that you can take with you into the labor. Um, when, when you're giving birth, we have um, yoga classes. We have live classes, which is something I love. Um, because you have a very international audience and, and we do as well. And so these are live meditations, they're live support groups, um, live exercise classes. And we have people from all over the world joining and it's beautiful to connect with other women that are in the same stage of 
pregnancy or or life as you and they're on the other part of the world. Um, we also have um, the ability to connect with um, service experts. So included in the app subscription is the ability to connect with in office hours with with a lactation consultant, with with an infant sleep consultant, um, with a nutritionist. And some of the feedback that I hear from our users is like, wow, I, they, some people just come to the office hours because they want to hear what's going on with other women um, in their similar stage. And so uh, we, we also have the ability to connect in longer appointments too. But it's really, we've built a holistic wellness app for fertility, pregnancy, and parenthood it can be found at expectful.com. You can find it in the um, app store on iOS and on Android. We're also um, at expectful on Instagram. Amazing. Wow. Well, I'm definitely going to download it. So um, thank you so much. And where can people reach you if they'd like to drop me a message? Yes, I would love to hear from everyone. So I think the best way to reach out to me is, is probably via Instagram. And I am at Natalie, N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E Walton on Instagram. There is another Natalie Walton without an H and she is a famous interior designer in Australia. Um, oh my God, I so, came across her. <laughs> I'm not thinking. Honestly, <laughs> I was thinking, God, she does so much. And then I saw a photo. I was like, no, this is not her. <laughs> yeah, so I, she's actually like in another world, I would want to be her because I love everything that Gosh. she does. Uh, but I'm, I'm the Natalie with an H. How funny. Oh, I bet you get that a lot. <laughs> I, I do. Yes. So, so that's how, where you can find me or any or through Expectful too. And, and I hope to connect with you. And if there's anything that we can do to support you throughout your journey, please reach out. I love hearing from um, mamas, mamas to be, um, and, and, and just having that conversation that needs to happen. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been brilliant to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoy this conversation. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Do let me know if you download the app Expectful. I'd love to hear how it goes for you guys. And yeah, big shout out to Natalie Walton for giving us this fabulous discount code. So I've dropped it in the show notes uh, down below, as well as the Expectful link and a direct link to Natalie Walton's IG if you'd like to give her a message. Thank you so much and have a lovely day.